Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, a comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts, Kirk Smith, and here as always is my co-host. Graham K. What's up, everybody? We're back. We're, We're back. back. Yes. It's good to be and, back. And uh, I've got, got some new sound equipment Ooh. on my side. You know, hopefully it's a little clearer. Hopefully you can you know? tell the difference at all. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys will. Good. You know, you know, we're gonna, you know, we 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 got new new tech, new tech to make better sound quality uh, for me over the phone. Hopefully it sounds better. I know the last one. I mean, I can my animal magnetism can transfer through the phone <laughs> anyway, but you know, any and you know, we're just trying course, to make it e- easier. You know, so but. We'll see. Maybe it doesn't need, but maybe uh, there'll be too much now. Too much just raw energy coming through. Uh, Causing, with car, tech. Causing car crashes for commuters listening to this podcast. Yeah, road yeah. For the raw totally. animal magnetism that is Graham K. <laughs> <laughs> this is Autastic. This is the Comedian's Guide to Autism. We are two stand-up comedians. Uh, I live in New York. Uh, I'm Graham Kay, and Kirk Smith over there, he lives in Los Angeles. We both have loved ones who are who are people who have autism and screw up this time. Um, and I have a brother who is 33 years old, and Kirk has a 19-year-old son who is more on the severe end of the spectrum. And uh, we are not experts, but we're trying to figure it out, and we love... We love our family. That's about it. So, well, we got a very special episode this episode, don't we, Kirk? Yeah, I'm really excited about this. This was, uh, we were invited uh, to the very prestigious Worldwide Developer Conference uh, by Apple in San Jose, California, which, uh, as many of you probably know, there's, I don't know, 10,000 people that come out to this, these developers of these new apps. And we were asked to um, interview some of the, the developers and talk about what's new for, I know, many of our, our parents and listeners out there. Uh, use Apple products, whether it's the iPad or the the iPhone for or iPod as well for your your loved ones. And so mm-hmm. we'll talk about some of the new features and uh, and at the end highlight uh, a young man who's uh, just uh, just incredible. Just incre- I was just uh, incredibly impressed. Awesome. Let's uh, let's run these interviews. Yeah, so which one are we going to do first, Kirk? First Sarah one, Herlinger? First one, Sarah Herlinger. She is the director of uh, Apple's Director of Accessibility. And um, the second one will be uh, David Niemeyer, who, uh, who created that software, Proloquial, that we, we, uh, we highlighted a few years ago, actually. And then uh, the last one is a young man named uh, John Sio. Oh, man, me and last names, but I believe it's... Uh, Siokia. Siokia, uh, who a uh, very impressive young man. And... Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll hear from him uh, just shortly. Here we go. I like that part. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to Autastic. Uh, I uh, am your host, as always, Kirk Smith. They were like, listen, do you want to go to Coachella? It's Coachella time. And I was like, you know what? I prefer to go to the Coachella for nerds. So I'm here at the WW Development. Tell me what this is exactly. You're the brains of this operation. Yes. Well, this is WWDC, which is the Worldwide Developer Conference, and this is kind of the Coachella of it Nerdville. Is. It's nobody's wearing bras. Of, it's all men. There's a lot of men. It's, you're right. Yeah, there's you're right. a lot of love. There's a lot of you know letting everybody in. And, and there was a lot of cheering developers. for very specific things. Like, listen, it's going to beta, and there was a cheer that went out that yeah. uh, confused me quite a bit, but I was excited. Yes. Let's be honest. 
these things that get made run the world and it's uh it's exciting to be here sarah i forgot to introduce you this is sarah listen to this hurlinger Thank ah, you. Not bad. My third podcast. Uh, yeah, I've been here three totally times. Nailed it this time. I'm gonna read though your title because it's 17 words. She is the director of global accessibility and policy initiatives. Well, maybe we should just end there. I should just end on top. I should yeah. end on top. Talk to us about the new initiatives that are coming out for autism. There's some great stuff on Braille that I was like super excited about, but specifically for our people, talk to us about autism. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think as always, our goal with uh, building out our uh, operating systems year over year is to just make either big or small improvements that help a lot of different communities. And when it comes to things like autism, I think there are some great features that we have put in this year that will um, that will really excite people. One of them that I think is great is walkie-talkie, which is a new feature of the watch that allows you to kind of use the watch as a walkie-talkie. So um, you invite people to uh, be partners in the walkie-talkie mm -hmm. experience with you. And then you're able just by a wrist raise to be able to talk to somebody. So for individuals, oh, and it works over cellular, over Bluetooth, I saw that, over and over Wi-Fi. Wi yeah. yeah, that's great. So that way, if, for example, you are a parent or a caregiver who wants to get in touch with someone, you have really easy access to be able to just contact them wherever they are. So yeah. um, I think that's a great feature. Another one that we've done is with Siri. We've also added in uh, the ability, something called Siri shortcuts, which are kind okay. of these... Um, automation systems where you can set up more complex things like not just a simple um, hey siri one thing it becomes hey siri or, or even just um time to go home you could set up an automation yeah, for that that reminded me of like you remember the old macros they used to do in excel i think it was it's yeah. kind of like that where it's like a multi-step step-by-step kind of thing almost like code exactly like so after this do this do this do this and it's like a number of steps yeah so I'm ready to go home. It pulls up your maps. Yeah, so that could be great. Yeah. Walk so once that. again, if you have, if you are someone who you have, uh, you know, a caregiving relationship with someone, that person can send you, or you can send someone something that says, "I'm headed home," and it will, you know, pop up a map to how you get home. That person can follow you, just to give them the phone call that right. says, "Hey," or you know, the, or the the probably more text message that says. Um, I'm on my way home. So that person has some kind of a connection yeah. to you. And then obviously they're using Find My Friends and things to follow you. But um, that way you could set up sort of reminders and kind of from an executive function perspective, do multiple things at one time. Yeah, I think that list, my, my, uh, my co-anchor, uh, whatever, P uh, has a brother with severe autism, Peter, and that would help him. Like at his level of, uh, my son's so much more severe that it would not help him. But for Pete, that'd be perfect. Where he gives him a step-by-step -step list Okay, send the text to your mom that you're on your way. The, here's the map. Here's your bus route. Here's your, yeah, step-by-step mm -hmm. -step thing. Yeah, it's really great. No, but you haven't hit on my favorite new thing. What else you got? What else you got? I'll let oh, you, I want to know what, yeah, no, no, you got to tell me what well, your Well, I liked the, um, is this is so on the nose, but I liked the thing where it tracks your time because that's like a real oh, problem yeah, for yeah. people who have kids with disabilities who get stuck on the thing. And so we, we have our own little system where it's like walk them down with a timer and so it's okay, okay, you got 10 minutes left on the computer. Okay, you got yeah. five minutes left on the computer. But to be able to track it, you know, unilaterally or whatever from an, from an outside time and then be like, okay, well, you, this is the time to put it down. Yeah. There's something powerful about that where you're not the bad guy all the time. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm really excited about that one because I think um, it gives a lot of, of information within that. It is mm -hmm. not, you know, it is time limits. It's being able to say um, this much amount of time on the device. It also gives you time on certain apps. So you can kind of set that. it up with... 
what apps you want an individual to be able to have access to or not and how much time they can have in it. That's and great. Then also just to be able to track the amount of time that someone's spending in an app. So I know. I'm not excited about that, though. It's going to really out me as an Instagram. Oh, whore. absolutely. I yeah. I, I, you're a Pokemon go- guy, aren't you? No, Pokemon. It's the food mm, porn. Yeah, oh, I really like the food. Yeah. So, yeah, pro- so someone else could I'm a closet go in fat and guy. see how much uh-huh. you're spending time on uh-huh. those. But it's not yeah. good. Totally. Not good. Um, that's great. So, what, what? give us a little insight as to what your job entitles here at Apple. I, I kind of glossed over what you do here, but it's like a really important position. And our next guest kind of walks us through. Tell us what you do. Um, well, every day is kind of different. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, um, which is one of the things I love. There's always something new. But a lot of what I do is work with teams within Apple to evangelize why accessibility is important and all of the different communities that we serve and help them you know, kind of understand um, what are great new features to think about or how when they build their apps and the, you know, just the thoughtfulness, the details that they do really matter to these communities. And so I kind of come in and just uh, do a lot of evangelism internally on um, making sure that we do the right things by the, our communities with every single operating system that we make. Terrific. That's terrific. Well, what else? Any th- any other uh, any other updates you want to address that we covered here at the WWDC? I had to check my notes. <laughs> 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 the yeah. Worldwide DC Comic Convention. Oh my goodness! Joking. Um, yeah. What else? What else did you like? I think those are sort of uh, those really are the key the, ones. Yeah, yeah, the key ones that I definitely want people to know about. I mean, obviously there are a lot of other things that are both general features that are really helpful as well. I as shouldn't just talk about features. this one, I, but I will. The thing about you guys agreeing with Microsoft to do a standardized Braille thing was really oh, thank cool. You. Yeah. Because yeah, we were talking. I was talking to I'm not supposed to name drop, but the, another person here at Apple about you guys support about 70 different. Braille things, and so to have it standardized is like, that's the stuff I like, where there's not a big market, so you guys aren't making a ton of money, but you're doing the right thing and trying to really serve. Yeah, yeah, that has been a fun project as well. We, you know, obviously I think for everybody in the industry, we've reached a point where there are so many different types of Braille displays and so many different, you know, every company does their own thing. Which doesn't help. Yeah, (laughs) so at some point, it's great to put something out to the world that says, here's a standard that we can all uh, work with. And it was wonderful because we worked with Microsoft, we worked with Google, we worked with all of the different uh, Braille display manufacturers. You know, we all got together at a table and said, "All right, what do we need to do here to make this work?" And are we thinking through everything? And what might be the new? You know, are there new things coming out? Like there are these um, tactile displays that are more about images than they are about words when you think about it from a Braille perspective. So it's you know, it's like it's Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, we really looked, tried to look holistically at all the, the different things that were needed to make Braille uh, work when it comes to whether it be a, you know, a, a cell phone or a tablet or right. a computer or any of these different things. And it was really nice because everybody, um, you know, everybody just really thoughtfully went through and worked together and, and we were able to get something that was passed through. And so now we've got a standard that's out there. And for us, we've actually already built it into iOS 12. So 
the Braille display manufacturers have the opportunity starting today to go in and start working with that. And I don't want to focus, but we do have, there are, there, there is some, there, the Venn diagram of autis, uh, people with autism and uh, blindness, there, there are people. So yeah, and that yeah, comes absolutely. out, when does that come out? September, is that the new OS? 12. So the beta uh, came out today. That was the big cheer. Yep, yep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're all excited to get the beta. The legion of very, very smart people who yeah. are cheered very loudly. It's great. It was really great. But yeah, so uh, you know, we know that Braille display manufacturers will need a little bit of time to implement right. the standard. So we aren't expecting everything to come out uh, necessarily tomorrow. But this gives them a chance to start building towards something. So we're September very about is that, that. Is that yep. right? In the mm -hmm. fall again. Well, where can people shout you out? You, uh, you, t Twitter person, or where can people reach out to you? What's best the best way, way to hold reach you? us? Is actually through accessibility at apple.com, okay. which gets to me, it gets to our team. It, it's the best way for people to share their thoughts, and we love getting it. So uh, I don't want to tip my hand too much, but we have a guest coming up that uh, that that a couple guests that are involved in changing uh, the apps that are available. And so, guys, if you have specific suggestions for Apple, this is your chance to reach out and say, I feel like the feedback that we get straight from the community is very valuable because it's firsthand and there's no agenda. We're just trying to get help for our family members. So if you have something for Sarah, reach out to her. She's very responsive. You don't even have to pronounce her name when you type it out. But uh, <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for coming on our little show and uh, we appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Absolutely, I always enjoy coming on. Thank you very much. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, this is Kirk again, and uh, I'm still at Apple, and I'm San Jose at a convention center, technically, at the WWDC Worldwide Develop Developer. Oh, I'm going to get it one of these days. Guys, listen, I'm tall and I have good hair. I'm very dumb. You don't get everything in life, guys. That's how it works. I want that to be the lesson today. I am at the Worldwide Developer Conference, and I'm very excited about our next guest. This is the second time we had you about two years ago. You called in from uh, Holland on Skype, and now in the flesh. That's right. Ladies, you're missing out. Very handsome gentleman here. He is the CEO of uh, a company that developed the software that I like called Proloquo. I'm going to butcher it again. Proloquo. To go. To go. Perfect. David Niemeyer, welcome, so, uh, welcome, to, welcome to our little podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Tell us about your company and what got you into this, uh, this very unique set of, uh, this very unique business. Yeah, well, I had a friend who broke his neck in a car accident that's uh, uh, about 20 years ago now and he needed some software to access his computer. Uh, I'd been developing software for uh, my own purposes and I thought well this is a great way to uh, use my skills and I created the product for him that allowed him to type on his computer uh, using just head movements and from one thing came another and uh, the last uh, 10 years have been very much focused on communication software, especially for local to go. This is uh, this is the software with the owl on it, right? And my son That's uses correct. This. Yeah, yes. the owl. It's, uh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, my son's used it for several years. We, we use a few different softwares, and this is the one of the ones in the suite that we like. Um, I was going to ask you, what was I going to ask you? Oh, uh, talk to us about what this conference means to you and what you, what you got out of it as a developer. Because we had Sarah on earlier. She's part of Apple. And then you're on the other side a little bit, like you're more making something that partners with Apple, but you're, you don't work for Apple. Nope, I don't. Uh, to us, this is always a really key conference because it gives us an idea of what's going to come next, uh, what can we prepare for, what new features can we use. Uh, this time around, uh, one of the things I was most excited about to hear 
was the fact that iOS 12 will run on the same devices that iOS 11 runs. And that is the, this, remember, this is, <laughs> aren't, these aren't scientists, these are... <laughs> well, basically devices that were purchased in 2013, 14, 15, So the all new of those. software yep. is going to work on old devices. Exactly, and, and that's really a key thing to our community. Because many of the families who have kids with autism, Down syndrome, etc., they don't have a lot of money. Of they already have high costs. And I think so our iPads the two generations ago. I'm still working, so I'm not getting the new one. Sorry, Apple. <laughs> well, I, I think from, from that perspective, it's clear that Apple cares also about those people who bought those right. iPads several years ago. Uh, we care about them too. And the fact that we can focus on the latest operating system, iOS 12, with our development, our testing, and at the same time know that we still can support those users using those old devices is really great. Um, for many, many uh, schools uh, that use our software too, uh, they bought iPads a while ago and they'd love to continue using How far those. back does it work? 2013? 2013, okay. yes. So almost five years, right? Five yeah. years, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, and that's it, great. It's one of the reasons that we always tell people you know, we chose to, to develop for, for iPad, not for other platforms, uh, because it's not only a really good product, but also because of the, the effort Apple makes to really let you, you know, enjoy that investment you put into that iPad for a very long time. Yeah, that makes sense. My son's, I'm, 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 you know, I'm teasing, I was talking to the, one of the Apple PR guys, so I was teasing him how I was gonna bust his chops a little bit on there. But, uh, but yeah, but the truth is my son is still working. And that's what you hope. You hope you get a few years out of these, these, these you know, these uh, these machines. And so, and he's rough on it. So if it's still working. That's good. That's good. Now, listen. I I saw in the news that the winner of and I'm, I might I maybe the wrong contest, but is it Britain got talent? Britain's got talent. Yes, used correct. Your software because talk talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah. So this is a guy. He's called Lost Voice Guy. His real name is Lee Ridley. Uh, he's a stand-up comedian, but he cannot speak. Mm -hmm. And when you hear that for the first time, it's like what how is that possible well it's possible because he uses an ipad and our plug to go software for his comedy routine uh during his uh well regular conversations he uses uh, another product of ours Proloco for text uh but for plug to go he basically reprograms all the buttons on the screen in Proloco to go with all his jokes and remarks and I've seen him perform live several times. He's really, really good. Where did you see him perform at? Um, in the UK. Okay. Uh, he is uh, the patron of the uh, organization called Communication Matters, okay. which is focused on supporting people with uh, difficulties with speech. And um, he's amazing. Uh, he's regular stand-up comedy, so he gets into all kinds of subjects that are not for the the young children, <laughs> let's put it like that. Um, PC, and, and this is a PC, yeah. PG-13 podcast, so yep. PG-13. Uh, he um, really did an amazing job at Britain's Got Talent, and uh, after a few rounds actually won. Uh, I know that in the last and final round, uh, he was the favorite of the public, and apparently he did become the favorite of public and the jury in the end. He uh, now he uses different voices too, right? Because Proloco lets you lets you choose some different voices. If yep. I remember right? right, yeah, yeah. The the voice he uses most of the time um, is a, a a voice that really makes you think he he works at the BBC. At least that's my okay. association always. Um, but he uses a couple of other voices in his routine as well. And I think one of his typical jokes is about people getting confused with his voice and the announcement on the on the trains. 
I like it. I like yeah, it. Those Please things happen. Mind the gap. I like it. I lived in the UK for a year. That was a that was a fun year. That's a it's a great unifier in the UK. Everybody in the subway, kind of like New York, kind of like New York. Everybody in the metro. Yeah. But now you're not you're not in the UK. You guys are based in Netherlands. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So there's different language functionality on this. We get yeah. a lot of listeners from kind of all over. Yeah. So we we started out uh, with English uh, back in 2009. And then uh, about three years ago, we introduced uh, Spanish, and then the year after that, French. And last year, we finally introduced our own language, <laughs> Dutch. <laughs> so we now support four languages in proloquo to go But how many people speak Dutch? What is it, like 10 million? It's about 15 million, 15, but still, it's, okay. it's a small number. <laughs> it's a small number, yeah. but it is good to actually finally have a product for you know that works in your own country and your own language. Fair enough, but I noticed you guys didn't choose German because you guys hate the Germans. You do French, but not German. I think more people speak German. <laughs> more people speak German, yes, that's true. I don't like, think. Yeah, but you come invade our beaches. You guys are always at Bloomingdale's, riding over our beaches. I'm just playing with you. Yeah, guys. well, we, we, we have this saying in the Netherlands that when German comes and visit us, that, you know, when are you going to return our bikes? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah you got to make fun of the Germans. They're known for their sense of humor, they'll love these jokes. Um, that's really great. That's really great, man. So, what's, what's, what's going forward? What's the future for your company? What, what do you envision? What's the next thing? Is it to continue to improve this app, or do you have other things in mind? Anything you can tip your hat a little bit? Uh, I think one of the key things for us is we've been doing this for a while. Uh, Prolog to Go is uh, reaching its ninth birthday this year. Wow. And we've learned a lot along the way. We've learned a lot about our user community, about the uh, world of augmentative and alternative communication, about our software, about the platform, and we want to take everything we've learned and rethink basically take stock and come up with things that are even better than what we have today so that's our focus right now doing research into how people use it what uh, would help them to get started more more easily those kind of things that's terrific well um thank you so much for coming on our little podcast i really appreciate it uh, do you use uh, Twitter or Instagram? How can our fans or our, our people reach out to you and talk to talk to you about what they'd like to see in the app or any uh, feedback? Or Twitter any? would be the best choice okay. or uh, Facebook. We actually have a number of Facebook groups for family members, for adult users of our software and also for professionals. Okay, and what is the Twitter or what are the Facebook group names? So uh, Twitter, uh, look for at assistiveware. Okay. Or if you prefer at prolog to go both of those are possible. Uh, and on Facebook, search for Assistiveware. I think that's the quickest way to find our, uh, our groups as well as our, our page. Okay, great. Well, David, thank you so much for taking time. We really appreciate everything you do for the community. Well, thank you for, thank you for having me here today. All right, welcome back, guys. Uh, this is the part three of uh, uh, these interviews that we've got here at uh, Apple's Worldwide Develop Developer Conference. I'm going to get it right. Uh, I'm close. Uh, I'm just glad you're here. Listen, I'm ready to hand over the baton. You don't know this, but you're almost too old to be my son. Yeah, because you could be my son. We have a young man here, very impressive. His name is John Sioka. John Sioka, am I yep. saying it right? You got it. Who has developed apps. Listen, I don't want to tell you what I was doing when I was 18 because my parents are yeah. Christians and they'd be very mm -hmm. embarrassed, but I wasn't developing apps, I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly involved basketball and women. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Talk to me about your personal connection to uh, the accessibility area mm -hmm. and what got you involved, and then we'll go from there. So I got started because of my brother. So his name is Christian, and 
So he was born with Down syndrome. Okay. And so he's 14 months older than me. So he's 19. I'm 18. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and my dad, he's 14 a, months, Irish yep. twins. I love mm-hmm. it. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and my dad works in special ed. Okay. So growing up, I've been surrounded by like special, uh, special needs, yeah. people with disabilities mm-hmm. and just his friends and my dad's students. So I've seen the need for like apps that solve the problems that they experience on a daily basis. That's great. So talk to me about your apps. You developed more than one app. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So my first app, my voice is very similar to Perloquo. Okay. But, um, so it's kind of, it's super simplified, easy to use. It's both on the iPhone and iPad. And so that has type to talk. So uh, they can, um, type in actual phrases because people with autism may be able to like, yeah, my son like types. He doesn't yeah. talk, but he types. So he likes formulate the words. Right. He likes they YouTube. can't verbalize it. Right. Mm-hmm. So he'll go on YouTube and he'll type in VeggieTales or Barney yeah. or but he doesn't say VeggieTales or Barney. So he has to type. Yeah. So he, that's the kind of thing so he uses. Yeah. That's type to talk. Okay. There's picture talk, which uses categorized images. Okay. Kind of like pecs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Okay. And then there's a custom category. So they can add, say, if they have a teacher, they can take a photo of their teacher and then name it. And every time they tap it, it'll speak their this name. This is the actual photo, the, not an emoji or something, but a photo mm-hmm. of somebody. Yep, an actual photo using the Got camera it. or their camera roll. Okay, cool. And so in a recent update, I also added Cormel. So using machine learning, it'll take the uh, photo. What is Cormel? It's uh, Apple's framework from okay. last WWDC, which just got updated today. Got it. So software, using mm-hmm. Apple software. Yep. Got it. Okay. So you did an update, and tell me the last part again. Sorry, I interrupted you to ask what so Cormel is. taking that photo, say if it's a pen, mm-hmm. it'll autofill the word pen into the text box so they just hit check and they don't have to type it at all got it got mm-hmm. it autofill okay cool yep so one more time the name of the software where people can find it it's called my voice and it's available my voice. on the apple app store okay great mm-hmm. um and then tell us about your other apps and so the other app is you belong okay and so that's the first social network for people with special needs got it so it's very similar like to facebook your, mm-hmm. yeah it's similar to like your facebook your instagram your twitter oh wow okay so how many how many like uh participants do you have how mm-hmm. many members or how's so it just hit 1.2 thousand that's great yeah okay great really so exciting. you're based in the bay area or florida you, you're based in florida yeah so you flew in for this yeah all right great down south yeah well you got out of the humidity for a little bit mm-hmm. so that's great so you find most of your your members are based down there or out here or all over the world okay so canada Okay. Lots of Florida, where I'm from originally, New Jersey. Why are you bragging? Joking. Um, <laughs> that's great. So, so say it again. Yeah. The name of the. You belong. You belong, and mm-hmm. it's typed. You typed it out. It's not the yep. letter U, right? It's Y O U. Belong. Okay. One word. And it's an app. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, guys, if you have a second, uh, take a second to download that. I'd be really interested in that. Now, this is the next thing. Is it a dating app as well? I, it can be used. It can for be that, used. It's like Facebook. Okay. That's how I got started, actually, was building a dating app for my brother. Right, because we talked he, about this for, for he, my co-host brother. He's yeah. autist, has autism, mm-hmm. and he's kind of lonely. He's like 33, yeah. and he's like looking, and yeah. So my brother really wanted an app to connect with... With women. With the girls. That Nothing could be and more normal. That's how, that's how I got started. So. That's why I take showers, bro. That's why everybody does everything. Yeah, no, I get it. That's great. Yeah. Okay, you belong. Okay, I'm going to check that mm-hmm. out today. And that's available on the App Store and Google Play. Okay, mm-hmm. great. What else you got? I feel like I feel bad asking you that, but I feel like you're gonna say something else. Oh, I've got one more. It's called <laughs> it's called uh, Speak Up. Okay. And it's it's a messaging platform for students in schools. Okay. So their school signs up, and you uh, you can message with like a categorized topic. So either like 
say you witness bullying, it's like anonymous messaging to your, essentially the principal. Okay, I listened, but I didn't get it, and I apologize. Okay. I'm listening. Say it again. So, you, so it's an app. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So you, you sign in. Okay. And then you select your school. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's so kind of like Yelp, but for yep. your school. So your school creates an account. You create an account. You can message your school if you witness anything. Like, you can ask for about events, but it's mainly to be, like, almost like an anonymous So you messenger. get anonymous. Mm -hmm. I get it. Drop a dime on bullies. Now I get yeah, it. Okay. Exactly. That's great. That's really great. Okay. Um, and how's that app going? That's just launched, so I just still got it. Okay. Yeah. You're still, you're still working on the kinks. need that one to catch on. Right, right, right. Well, we have listeners here. There you go. Um, that's great, man. So what do you – so you're – you guys can't see how young this kid is, but he's 18. Yeah. I can't get over that. So what do you want to do with like, what do you envision? What's next for you? What do you want to do with your life? Um, you need to decide now, by the way, you can never yeah, change I your know. mind. You need to decide today. I'm right just now. joking. <laughs> I want to keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, next year I'll be studying computer engineering. Okay. And um, I don't know. Probably keep working on my own. You're still company. working on. You have other ideas for apps. You don't yeah. have to tell. Don't say them if they're I won't like, say okay, them right now. But because they're top secret and yep. you're surrounded by a bunch of engineers, somebody's gonna lift this exactly, idea from you. Exactly. They'll but you're steal working it. on other stuff. Mm -hmm. That's terrific. Always. That's terrific. Okay. Where can um, where can uh, our, our people reach out to you? you? Facebook, Twitter. What do you use? What do you? All into? of them. Facebook, okay. Twitter. Spell out your name uh, because it's gonna be a J O H N. Jump. Not that part. Oh, <laughs> C I O C C A. Okay. And fa that's Facebook. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. It's all the same. Yep. Just that's a nice thing about having a unique name. You know how many Kirk Smiths are? More yeah. than one. I, there's a few John Cokes. Is there really? Yeah. So what's yours? You got the original one? Uh, on Twitter, yeah. Okay. And on Facebook? Well, Facebook's just your name. Right, right. But yeah. when they type in your name, you're the only one, or is there another one? There's more. Like my dad's John. So how do they find you? So like yours is a specific. You'll name? see my photo. I'm the young one. This is radio. How do they? <laughs> uh, I'm the young one. Okay, you're the young one. Okay. <laughs> Guys, uh, I'm going to friend him today, and you can look through my friends there and find him through there. My name's Kirk Smith. I'm the tall one. Tall, good hair, dumb. There's a few of us, mm -hmm. but uh, not that talk about autism all day. Well, thank you so much for coming on my sh little show. And, uh, man, I'm really impressed. My Keep first podcast, I had a blast. Great. Thank you so much for coming. Now, help yourself some free water on the way out. I will. <laughs> well, what'd you think, Graham? Guys out there, fantastic! Uh, you did a great job. You flew, uh, you flew all the way up there uh, for, for these interviews. Um, appreciate you doing that, buddy. But this is a good time for us uh, to mention that you guys can uh, donate uh, to our podcast by going to Patreon.com/slash/autastic. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com/slash/autastic to donate. A uh, dollar per episode or $5 per episode. Or two uh, per episode or three per episode. Yeah, you can. Uh, I mean, whatever you want. We have you know, it just helps us. $1.5 per episode. <laughs> oh, do we really? That's yes. awesome. They're the best. <laughs> I get it. And uh, that's something I would do. But we, we, we appreciate it. And it helps us uh, pay for things like flights to San Jose to interview these awesome people. And uh, for new cool sound equipment uh that transfers my animal magnetism uh right into your ears uh, at a higher quality yikes yikes but going back going back to the interviews let's start with the first one uh sarah herlinger she's a she works for apple and uh it's it's, it's you know it's uh, there's interesting new new tools out there outlining for for the kids that help parents i get that and um and uh, unneeded uh and unneeded brawless joke on your part that she muscled through <laughs> and uh that's extra credit to her for that <laughs> 
And as always, uh, David, uh, David, David Niemeyer at uh, Proloku. I, I have trouble saying that, but um, great job. It's such an amazing app. Definitely check it out. Um, you, uh, you also, um, you know, you, you brought up some history with him and the other. It was, it, it's a valid point, though. I do. Like that one, I'm on your side. I'm like, why wouldn't you make it in German? <laughs> well, that's obvious why they're not making it in German. <laughs> well, that's not, yeah. I like how you're like, you're like every, you know, every summer they invade your beaches. Uh, and Listen, it's going to be fine. Know, the Germans are known for their sense of humor. I'm sure they'll love it. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. Every summer and one, one summer in particular, uh, we remember more. But... Uh, <laughs> John John Siokia, I'll help you because I know you have trouble with that name. The, 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 I don't know if I if I killed it either, but uh, anyway, that the the last interview, the young man, eighteen. You can call him a man. Guys, making apps, making apps, He's, unbelievable, uh, yeah. unbelievable. I said, I, I told wanted, him, I don't want to tell you what I was doing. When I was eighteen, but it was mostly women in basketball. I wasn't making apps. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what I was doing at eighteen. Uh, half of what you were doing. Uh, <laughs> no basketball. I've seen you play. No, no, no. A lot of basketball. A lot of dribbling alone. A lot of, lot of dribbling Incredibly alone. Incredibly impressive um, kid, though. The 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 um the uh, app that he made for um for friends, making friends uh, with disability. You know, his brother has Down syndrome, so he made it specifically. And he said, I think he's at fifteen hundred. But I'd love to get that. He has fifteen hundred members, but I'd love for him to get that up to. You know, twenty, thirty thousand. It'd be a, a really just an incredible thing. Just uh, really exciting yeah. and encouraging. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the youth, the kids will be all right. Yeah, was, you know. Yeah, isn't it encouraging when you meet really bright young people like that? Like he, this. You know what? I I honestly haven't. This is the this podcast is the the only thing I've done other than volunteering here or there for my brother. And really, it has nothing. He's not helping him that much, you know. Right. And the the fact that this kid just went out and actually made something to make his brother's life better is astounding to me. It's incredible. Um, incredible. Great job, Kirk. Um, Thanks, Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Any any closing remarks on your end? No, that's it, guys. If you have a second, take a second to follow me on Instagram, Kirk Smith Comedy, uh, Twitter as well. If that's still happening, and Facebook. Um, as always, uh, we appreciate you sharing this podcast with your friends. Rate a review on Stitcher, Soundbeam, SoundCloud, wherever you get this, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, we really appreciate those ratings and, and five-star reviews. They mean a lot for us. Graham, where can they... Uh, oh, I should tell you, I am in Vancouver next week. If you are in Vancouver, I will be at the Comedy Mix. So I'm excited about that. And uh, once again, the summer, Edinburgh Comedy Festival, two shows uh, daily for a month. I'm going to be exhausted. Come see me. Graham, where can they check you out? Very exciting stuff, guys. As always, I am at on Instagram at Instagram K. Uh, follow me if you're on Instagram. Do it. And Mr. Graham K on Twitter. Just follow me. Come on. And then uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to be on the East Coast of Canada doing a tour. I'll be in St. John, New Brunswick starting on Thursday, the 21st of June. Halifax, Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia on the 28th of June. And as always, if you're in New York City, I want you to go to comedybythegram.com. Check out my tour dates, all that jazz. Um, appreciate your time, guys. Keep on listening. Keep on sharing with your friends. 
Um, and uh, if you are a Stitcher user, we're going to be up on Stitcher uh, very soon. Great. So. <laughs> Guys, have a great week. We love you. You can do it. Yeah.